This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, pet parents. This is Michelle Byrne, host of Best Bets for Pets. And today's show is all about some great products for, you know, we're hitting holidays soon, travel, and how to make your pet more comfortable, Your I should say your fur kid more comfortable. I'm very excited for this next guest. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get the stinky dog away from me. Bad breath and bad gas. Petey stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Itching, licking, missing fur. At least $5,000 in vet bill. Creams, antibiotics, sprays. No results. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smell. Dynavite's the bomb. <gasps> Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. <laughs> 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to introduce Patrick Hoffman from Solve It. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be with you today. It's always great. I've had Solve It on my show before, but I love your products. Solve It has, if you know anyone listening has not heard of them, then... I'm not going to say you're under a rock, but they have just such a great line of travel products, products to make life better for transporting your fur kid and just all kinds of great things. But I'll let Patrick tell us a little bit about it before we talk about our main focus for this show. Patrick, so what types of products does Solvit have? Well, the major products that we do are ramps and stairs that help pets get up and down from places. And another category that's large for us is traveling in the car category. Okay. And how did this come about? The idea for, you know, the ramps and stairs, travel products. How long ago did Solvit start? Solvit started in 2003. And we had this idea for helping pets get in and out of the back of SUVs. Because as you know, many pet owners will take their dogs with them in the back of the SUV when they travel. But jumping in and out can be very hard on the joints of large dogs, especially. And as those dogs get older, they develop joint issues. And so to help the pets get in in and out of the cars so the owners didn't have to lift these large dogs was the first opportunity we had with a pet ramp. And then as we started working with consumers who were getting dogs in and out of cars, now we had the dogs in the cars and the question of what do we do to make life easier once a dog is in the car came up. And so we developed a number of products for traveling in the car with your dog that help protect the vehicle and make the whole process just easier and more pleasant for both pets and owners alike. And 
We're going to talk mostly about the stairs and the ramps today, but I know you have products from keeping the car fur free (laughs) for the most part, and you have products for special harnesses so your fur kid doesn't wander around and get injured. You just have so many different types of products for travel, which are great and so helpful Not only, I mean, they're helpful for the pellet parent, but they're very helpful for your fur kid as well because it can be dangerous. I've had those experiences with a dog flying out the window, you know, and there's just things that happen that you'd never imagine that do. So it's just great that you solve this problem for so many pet parents out there. Thank you. Yeah, you know, as we think more and more of pets as as kids, as, you know, members of the family, We need to think of them when they're traveling in the car as a person and restrain them the same way. So those products we can talk about more some other time. But, you know, the ramp is not just used for cars. We do have ramps that are used in the home as well. Stairs are considered more the traditional method of getting up and down in the home. And we have a full line of stairs. But we also do have ramps because some pets just don't do well with stairs. So getting up and down from a chair or a couch or even a bed can be managed easier with either a ramp or a set of stairs. And we make uh, versions that are plastic so that they're economical and lightweight. We also make versions that are made of wood so they're a little more attractive for being in the home and you can decorate with them. So you have a number of different sizes and styles available to reach a couch, a tall bed, a short bed, whether it's a small dog or a large dog. And again, we're basically focused on providing that access so the pet's not injuring themselves going up and down. And again, as as they get older, those joints become more and more tender and pets age, their their joints age just like people's do. And so a large, a large older dog with arthritis that just can't get up and down anymore, or maybe it's a small dog that can't jump all the way onto the top of the bed or might injure themselves jumping all the way down from a tall bed. This gives them an opportunity to come and go as they please and be with their pet parents anytime they want to be there and makes it simple and affordable. And if you use the wood versions, maybe it's even adding to your home decor. All of that is all good all around. I also think that it not only for older dogs, but there are certain breeds. And I've done many shows, but I don't consider myself, you know, an expert. It's just tips and ideas and things that I've picked up through many, many, many interviews and talking to people that are experts. But there are some dogs that some breeds that should not jump. You know, dachshunds, they say, should not be jumping because of their body shape. I think corgis as well. I know we have on our crew, Nikki, he's a Havanese. He's not supposed to jump at all. And there's some of these breeds, you know, shepherds are prone to hip dysplasia. So there's certain breeds that are just not supposed to be jumping, even when they're younger. And I think that the ramps and stairs also solve a problem with these breeds, because if you can train them young to use the ramps and the stairs, it's less likely I'm you know, not a vet, but I'm just thinking if they're not putting the pressure on their joints when they're younger, it's just going to be easier when they're older that they won't have the problems maybe as quickly or maybe very minimal. You're exactly right, Michelle. We do promote the use of the products 
from puppy stage into adult stage. These are not just for older dogs. That trauma, that repeated trauma that large dogs can get from bouncing on the ground hard every time they jump down can be minimized. And wear and tear is a large part of what causes arthritis. And and if you can reduce that, then you can improve the chances that your pet will have a, a more active and healthy older adult life. Well said. And then I also, you know, I always think from the consumer point of view, because there's so many great products out there, and you think, you know, is this something that is going to add to my pet's life? And think about it, everyone that's listening that has a pet that can benefit. What is the cost of an injured pet? What is the cost besides just vet visits and repairs and wear and tear on their joints? And then the trauma of you dealing with everything. Think about the cost of that as far as sometimes people, pet parents don't think, you know, oh, it's cute. My dog likes to jump up and down and they don't think, well, do I really need that? But then once your dog gets a little bit older and has bad arthritis or has hip dysplasia where they might hopefully not, but if it gets to that extent, it needs surgery, when all of that could have been avoided or minimalized by just having a ramp or stairs for your pet. That's an excellent point, Michelle. We talked to so many people who've just spent $3,000, $5,000 on an ACL surgery or some other kind of therapy some kind of treatment, and you can own a set of stairs or a ramp for 100 bucks or less, depending on which model. So it's definitely an investment that would benefit you long term. And so we do try to encourage pet owners to invest in those just as early in the pet's life as they can. If they know they're going to be going up and down, substitute jumping for climbing. It's much better. Yes. And yes, and definitely. And it's not that hard. I didn't find because I tested the stairs on Mr. Nicky, who's our Havanese, who's small and he likes to jump and he should not jump because he has something. He's a purebred, even though the rest of our crews are all mutts, although, and he was a rescue, but he has a problem where his hips will tighten up and he gets like a little shaking and you have to massage it out. And I don't know, that's something that's with the breed. So I also think that we tested it on Nikki, and Nikki's kind of stubborn, likes to do what he wants. So it's a little hard to train him, but it didn't take very long to train him to use the stairs versus just jumping up and down. It's really simple, you know, a treat, a treat, you know, just how easy has it been from the stories you've heard and maybe your own experience in training dogs, whether they're pups or older, to use the stairs and ramps? That's a good point. Every dog is different, just like people. And I've done so many photo shoots and the dog I haven't met before, and they all learn a little differently. And then the simple techniques are... Let them become familiar. Don't rush into anything. You might put a chew toy on the stairs and let it just sit there for a while. Maybe put their blanket on there. They get the smell on the product and then place treats to encourage them to climb up. Usually with a brand new dog, I can get them using the ramp in under 30 minutes, but it's a lot of times it's not the first two or three minutes. So as with anything with your pets and training, you have to be patient take it in phases. But the number one thing is to familiarize them with the item because it smells funny. It looks funny. They don't know what it's for. It's not, you know, they don't understand stairs the way people do. So treats and familiar items is the way to go. 
and encourage them. You know, make sure if they when they start to use it, lots of praise, just like any kind of training. The ramp is a little different because the ramp can be used at different elevations or different angles, let's say. And the way to, to train on a ramp is to start flat on the ground. And again, put treats, a blanket, chew toy on it. Just let it become part of their environment first and then get them walking across it when it's just flat. Then elevate it six inches and treat and put treats on so that they train to walk the length of it. Raise it to 12 inches, do the same thing. And then by the time you get to 24, 30 inches, whatever it is that you're climbing to, if it's the back of a car, for instance, then they're familiar with how it works and they're not, they're not afraid of the climbing and the alien item in their environment. It's all now familiar to them. Those are great tips. Thanks. We've talked, and I mentioned Havanese, they're obviously small dogs, but I know that stairs and ramps are great for larger dogs as well. I mean, think of the largest Great Danes, and they could probably, you know, because they're so big, make it into most SUVs. But from what I've heard, larger dogs generally have more joint problems as they get older, especially, you know, the very large breeds. So I think the ramps... What has it been in your experience with large breeds and using the ramps and stairs? The large breed is the more common customer that we get. Again, most pet owners are contacting us after there's an issue. So the larger breeds, especially the pure breeds, and there are some of the retrievers that are more susceptible to it. The German Shepherd is another breed. That is kind of our sweet spot, our core market, if you will, for ramps. And the ramps we make are of, of different lengths and widths, so they can handle large dogs. And our flagship product that sells for about $100 can hold 400 pounds. So it's more than heavy duty enough to handle the large breeds. And generally, it extends long enough to be used on any kind of SUV. If you go to a pickup truck, we recommend our longer version, but it's also plenty strong to handle any size dog. And how large are these if people have a small place but they want a ramp? How do they fold up? Are they compact at all? Our best seller is a telescoping model, which means that the two pieces slide into each other, so they become pretty compact when they're closed. When it's closed, it's about 40 inches long still, so it's not going to fit in your pocket, but you can find usually some place either behind the driver's seat if it's in the car or somewhere else in those cargo area if that's where you're, if your pet's getting into that area. There's usually room somewhere in the car to stow that. And then when you get home, it's kind of like storing an ironing board. It's very flat and fairly compact. I think that these are just such great products for preventative. You know, like you said, you usually have people come to you after the fact. But when you think about it, for such a low-cost item to help avoid potential problems, which are, they're not just potential, they just, they do happen as dogs age, they just do. And for certain breeds, even before they develop, you know, these issues, it's like a no-brainer, you know, why wouldn't you want to get something like this if you're traveling with your dog or if you have high furniture and your, you know, your dog wants to be with you. Some people, hey, my pet crew is on the couch, wherever, but some people don't like that. But they also, you know, if you want them to be comfortable in your home, be able to climb up on certain things, it just makes it, it seems better for your pet all around to have before there's a crisis and before you end up spending huge amounts of money on medication, on the vet, the pain for your for your animal, you know, your pet kid or a fur kid. 
It just seems like such a great thing to think about before, before the problem, even though, like you said, you get most of your people contact you once there is a problem. Nope, you're right on. Prevention is what, what's the saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So the earlier in your pet's life you can start using it and save them that stress, it's better. Yes. Now, what's the Solvit website? So Solvit was recently purchased by PetSafe, and so you can find all of our products at www.petsafe.net, and you can look under the travel section or under the ramps and stairs section to find these products. Okay, and my listeners know there's always on Pet Life Radio, go to Best Pets for Pets, and on this episode, there'll be a picture of the product, a blurb, and then a link to the website as well. This has been such a great interview, very insightful. There's a lot of good information, and I love when we can talk about products that are preventative and for people to think about prior to having some kind of catastrophe, you know, like a joint issue and their fur kid is in the, at the vet and it's thousands of dollars later and you think, oh, if I just, you know, had that. Well, I think these are products mostly for dogs. I'm going to throw something at you, but I don't think it, I don't know if it makes sense. Can cats use the stairs or ramps too? I'm, it's more in the house. Most people don't travel with their cats or they're in a, you know. We definitely have cat parents that contact us probably more for stairs than for ramps, but it's not at all uncommon for an older cat to have physical challenges as well. And uh, or maybe they just can't get up and down the way they used to. And so stairs are definitely used by our cat parents, too. No doubt. Pat, thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us about Solvit products and especially the ramps and the stairs. Some great tips on, you know, how we can prevent future problems for our fur kids. It was my pleasure. And thanks very much for having me on. For everybody listening out there, just think about it. You know, if your dog were, especially some of these breeds like Dachshunds and Westies and Havanese, there's certain breeds that just should not be jumping, but you know they do. And if you just have a ramp or a stair, you can avoid a future humongous vet bill, so much pain for you and your pooch going through, you know, suffering from jumping when they shouldn't be jumping because it causes joint issues, back issues. I'm not a vet, but I just, from experience, I just know it causes problems. So it was wonderful to have uh, solve it on. I'd like to thank my crew, especially Nikki and Mr. Z and Dennis, the cat. They all tried the solve it stare that was sent as a sample. And I'd like to thank Mark Winter for making me and my guests sound great. And most of all, thank all my listeners for listening and sending suggestions and keeping best bets for pets out there on the airwaves for many, many years. Keep listening. There's so many great shows coming up, so many great products out there for me to tell you all about. So stay tuned for some more great stuff coming from Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.